Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Longhorns, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jonathan Davis, the voice of University of Texas football and basketball. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Longhorns your first listen of the day. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Longhorns on YouTube for exclusive content and to put a face behind the voice of your favorite podcast. Make sure you like us, rate us, review us, give us five stars. Anything less than that, I have to believe you're not listening hard enough. We have an amazing show for you today. Bleacher Report has the University of Texas on their list of the big college football programs with the toughest quarterback decisions entering 2022. I'll talk about the quarterback situation going into this season. They also have Xavier Worthy on their top 10 wide receivers going into the 2022 season. I'll tell you where he is on that list and how he shakes up with some of the other great pass catchers in college football. And last but not least, they have true freshmen that they're excited to watch this spring. I'll tell you which freshmen out of the number five recruiting class in the country made their list and who we're excited to see in the spring. But without further ado, y'all know how we do it here on Locked On Longhorns. Let's get into it. So as I mentioned in the open, uh, the Texas University of Texas football program is listed as one of the biggest college football teams with the toughest quarterback decisions entering 2022. And the biggest reason for that is Casey Thompson, who started the majority of the games last year, made the decision to transfer to Nebraska, leaving somewhat of a void at the starting quarterback spot and giving Sark a tough decision to make going into the 2022 season. Now, Hudson Card, who started two games last year, played in eight games. He comes in with the most experience as a redshirt sophomore. Um, last year, he had 590 passing yards, five touchdowns, and one interception, a 59 and a half QBR. And he was good, but not great. Um, I think sometimes he left a lot to be desired. And coming into the season, you know, you think he would be a lot better this year. They have upgraded the offensive line. The defense is going to be a lot better. So, Defense is going to be able to get off the field. Offensive line has improved, so he'll have more time to make you know better decisions, quicker decisions. You have upgraded your, your wide receiver spot, your tight end spot, bringing in Isaiah Nair, um, bringing in Jaleel Billingsley. We don't know how much Jatavian Sanders will play at tight end, but I do think he will get some burn there, and, and Sark will, will utilize both tight ends in a way that gives defenses nightmares. Of course, you have Bijan Robinson, who has the fourth best odds in the country uh, right now to win the Heisman. Now, coincidentally, Quinn Ewers, who we'll talk about in a minute, has the fifth best odds. <laughs> so Vegas doesn't think that that Hudson Card will start. But a lot of people are favoring the experience, um, saying that, you know, Hudson Card, who's been in this offense, you, you've upgraded everything around him. He may be able to come in and, and have a better year than he did last year. Like I said, he, was, he, was, he wasn't bad at all, but it just wasn't great. And for a program like Texas, who has the goals of, of getting to the college football playoff, who has the goals of competing for a Big 12 championship, who just has the goals of not going five and seven like they did last year. Uh, you need a little bit more from that position. And so people think that that Sark will, will favor their experience. It's it's Hudson Carr's job to lose at this point. And we know that, that Quinn Ewers has the talent. And we'll talk about a four-star true freshman Malik Murphy a little bit too. But like I said, right now, it's Hudson Carr's job to lose i think that quinn ewers will win it i think quinn ewers should win it but things bode well for hudson card and, and from everything i've seen he's he's coming in he's hungry um he's putting in the extra work he wants to be the starting quarterback he he in the fall you know for the texas longhorns 
And this is why Sark has to make a tough decision because you have a quarterback that's been in the system. You have a, a quarterback that knows the offense. And you have a quarterback um, from everything I've seen as a really hard worker and a leader of men. But he has stiff competition. And so stiff competition in the form of Quinn Ewers, who was the number one quarterback prospect, number one prospect overall over Caleb Williams. I have to say that every time I can, even though he's not at Oklahoma anymore. Um, from South Lake Carroll, he originally committed to Texas out of high school. He forewent his senior year. So the last time he really played meaning, meaningful football was his junior year of high school. And that's a cause for concern for a lot of people, including some Longhorns fans. And he went to Ohio State. He decommitted, committed to Texas, decommitted, went to Ohio State, competed with C.J. Stroud for the starting quarterback position. C.J. Stroud ultimately won that. Quinn Ewers didn't play much at all. He didn't play at all, actually, and then decided to come back to Texas uh, to compete uh, for the starting quarterback position. And when you look at Quinn Ewers, like I said, he hasn't really played meaningful football in two years, so that is a cause for concern for some people. But the talent just jumps off the screen of the highest graded quarterback prospect at the University of Texas since Vince Young. When you look at him, he's just really fluid. He's a big quarterback, like 6'3". He, he's really fluid in his movement. He just he's kind of got that moxie about him, that swag about him, too. You can see it jump off on the tape. You see it jump off on the field. Um, but he's got an all-world arm. The arm talent is there. And, and what I like about him, too, when, I, when I've watched his highlights, is he's already advanced with his ball placement, I think. Like, it's, it's enough to have a big arm. We see a lot of times – I mean, it's not – common you know that every quarterback just has that amount of arm talent that he does and as big of an arm that he does but sometimes you hear a lot of quarterbacks talk about that when they have an arm like Quinn Ewers does they feel like they can make every throw and that gets them into a lot of trouble um because you you feel like you can throw the ball late or you can just kind of whistle the ball in there or things like that and so sometimes you don't always see especially early on with quarterbacks you don't always see the combination of the big arm the, the freaky arm talent with the accuracy already there. But when I watched Quinn Ewers at South Lake Carroll, I saw one of the things I noticed that jumped off the screen to me was his ball placement. And it's not just about accuracy as far as completion percentage, right? Completing, you know, 65 to 70% of your passes. It's about where are you putting these passes, right? Putting the passes all right on the receiver where they have a chance to continue running and make plays after the catch. And that's going to be key when you have explosive players like Xavier Worthy, Isaiah Nair, Jaleel Billingsley, Jordan Whittington, you're going to have to put the ball on them and, and allow them to continue to make plays. I think Quinn Ewers should be the starter in 2022. I think he should be the favorite. He's the most talented quarterback of the group. Once again, it's Hudson Card's job to lose right now. But I do think Quinn Ewers will, will come in there and, and definitely give him a run for his money and will be the starter in 2022. And I think that's the best option for the Texas Longhorns Moving forward, you got to go with the most talent. Like I said, this is all signs pointing to this being B. John Robinson's last year. Um, you you have to get the most out of that. And and I think with Quinn Ewers, you you just allow him to have his growing pain. If you're worried about him not having played football in a couple years and him having some growing pains, I think you're better off letting him get those growing pains out while he's playing during the season than sitting him for a year and just saying he's not ready. And the way that the transfer portal is now, there's no guarantee that if you don't start Quinn Ewers this year, that he might transfer, you know, that he won't transfer out. And so you may lose him altogether. College football is tricky like that right now with the transfer portal and essentially, you know, a, a pseudo version of free agency. But 
I, I think that Quinn Ewers is the best option regardless. I'm not saying you should start him just because you're scared to lose him. I think you have to go out there and start whoever you think is best for your football team. And I have the ultimate faith in Sark that he'll make the right decision. But I, I just think that the ceiling of this football team um, will be a lot better if Quinn Ewers is under center. And, of course, you have four-star true freshman Malik Murphy, who kind of like Quinn Ewers is a bigger quarterback, um, just has all the arm talent out of Gardena, California. So last year, his senior year in high school, he threw for 2,973 yards and 22 touchdowns with nine interceptions. So he's kind of looked at as the third on the depth chart right now, possibly might even redshirt. But he definitely has a chance to compete for the starting job. And if he comes in there and blows Sark away, um, shows an extreme command of the offense and you know, the, the team galvanizes around him. I think really that's going to be one of the most important things too, is not just who's the most talented or who looks the best under center, but who does the team respond to the most? You know, we know that Hudson card has a relationship with pretty much everybody in that locker room, but then we've also seen um, on social media, you know, how the players really have kind of just responded and, and reacted to, to being around Quinn Ewers. So um, Malik Murphy has that same chance to come in there and, and grasp the offense and, um, he has the talent to, to be a starter. He has the talent to, to play for the University of Texas. So he, if he can come in there and, and blow Sark away, uh, blow Kyle Flood away, and and really get the team to, to galvanize behind him, then there's a chance that he'll be the starting quarterback. But Bleacher Report definitely got it right. This is one of the biggest question marks for the University of Texas football program. They have one of the kind of not shaky because you have three viable options, but just – you know, one of those quarterback situations where you would probably like to know the starter by now and definitely want to know it by the end of the spring. Um, but you have some tough decisions to make. Sark has some tough decisions to make. And we look forward to seeing who the starting quarterback will be in the fall this year. But like I've said on the podcast, I'll continue to say, I think that it should be Quinn Ewers. And I think the ceiling of this football team is higher with Quinn Ewers under center in comparison to Hudson Card and Malik Murphy, at least at this point in regards to Malik Murphy. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Longhorn Nation. So Xavier were the freshman All-American last year, one of the more explosive players in college football and one of the bright spots for the Texas Longhorns football team last year who didn't have a lot to write home about, right? Going five and seven, losing uh, to Kansas, blowing leads to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, losing six straight games for the first time since the 50s. I mean, just think about that, like since the 50s. Man, not a lot to, not a lot to, to be proud about, but Xavier Worthy definitely um, was one of the bright spots on this team last year. He almost cracked a 1,000 yards. He went for 12 touchdowns and with some inconsistency at the quarterback position, um, some inconsistencies on the O-line, and then the defense not being able to get off the field. You would think that him coming into his sophomore season and just him um, being in the program, you know, having a, a full offseason of strength and conditioning, being more familiar 
um, with the coaching staff and everything. Um, just, you know, having that experience, you have to uh, believe that he'll explode this year onto the scene. And then when you look at what's around him, you already have the threat of B. John Robinson in the run game. So you can't commit as much to Xavier Worthy as you would like to in the passing game. But now you have Isaiah Nair, the transfer from Wyoming, um, who's going to be a big part of this offense this year. You have him on the other side to take some pressure off of Xavier Worthy. I think Jordan Whittington will do the same thing if he's able to stay healthy. Jaleel Billingsley. And then you have the three-headed monster at running back led by B. John Robinson. So um, I, I look for Xavier Worthy, who already broke out last year to have an even bigger year um, this go around. And so this list is headlined by Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. Now, he was part of that three-headed monster at wide receiver um, with Garrett Wilson and, and Chris Olave, and they both decided to enter the draft, will both be early-round picks. Um, but C.J. Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba, I can see why he's number one on this list. Uh, every time I want, he's just a playmaker, um, can, can run every route, can, can make plays downfield in the short to intermediate passing game. Um, he's a he's an outstanding receiver. And like I said, with C.J. Stroud coming back, who right now has the second highest odds to win the Heisman, uh, it's going to be fireworks in Columbus, Ohio, between those two. So Xavier Worthy checks in pretty high on this list. Actually, he comes in at number four. And that's high praise to say that the Texas Longhorns football team has the number four wide receiver coming into the 2022 season. But I think Longhorns fans, have, as we've all seen him play, and, you know, depending on who's under center, I think that he can definitely achieve that, if not go higher. I would like to see him, you know, challenge Jackson Smith and Jigma for that number one wide receiver spot in college football this year. And then the beauty of that is you still have Xavier Worthy for another year, next year regardless, right? Like this isn't going to be his last year with the Texas Longhorns football program. So if you have him with somebody um, like Hudson Card, who might decide to stay another year, he's a redshirt sophomore, then you have, he already has a chemistry with him, but he continues to build that chemistry on whatever they do this year. They continue to build on that. Quinn Ewers will know he'll be here the, at least the next two years if he gets the quarterback position. And, and him and Xavier Worthy, of course, will be his number one target. We know how much of an offensive mastermind that Sark is and how good he is at just being able to get um, the, the players the ball in space. We saw how he did it last year with Xavier Worthy and, of course, his track record at Alabama, USC, and Washington. So we know that coming into this season, he will have even more opportunities. Xavier Worthy will have even more opportunities Sark will have even more plays designed for him um, down the field, but also just, you know, in the short to intermediate to get the ball in his hands and allow him to make plays. Like this is a player that had three catches of over 60 yards last year. And that that's not easy to do. That is not common to have three catches of over 60 yards in a season. I mean, you're talking about um, a, a Tyreek Hill type of explosiveness where he's not as fast as Tyreek Hill doesn't have the same build as Tyreek Hill, but to just be able to stretch the field, that far off and that affects how defenses play you i mean if you if you have the ability to go for 60 yards on any given reception the defense has to play off of you like they have to play at least five to ten or five to ten yards off of you to kind of allow themselves that cushion to make sure that you don't get behind them but with that cushion comes like i said short throws to the flat screens all kind of things you can do with xavier worthy and so Bleacher Report thinks that he's going to have um, a, a great year, a, another breakout year. Of course, wherever he – his projections will depend on who is going to be at the starting quarterback spot. Like I said in the last segment, I think it should be Quinn Ewers. But I also think that Xavier Worthy is quarterback proof at this point. Whether you put Malik, er, Malik Murphy, Hudson Card, or Quinn Ewers out there, he's going to have a, a, a great season. He's going to be one of the best players in college football 
this year. Um, he has a, a extraordinarily high ceiling, probably a, a first round NFL ceiling. And so outside of, you know, B. John Robinson is going to get the most press. Um, but Xavier Worthy is, is going to be the key to, to Texas achieving his goals this year. Once again, not going five and seven, not losing six in a row, uh, not losing to Kansas, winning the Red River rivalry, competing against Alabama in the second week of the season. Um, I'm really excited for Xavier Worthy this year. And then, like I said, when you have the talent that you have on the other side of him, when you have Isaiah Nair, who comes in, who had 12 touchdowns last year as well, similar to Xavier Worthy, in an offense that didn't pass nearly as much as Texas did. Uh, he can win jump balls. Jordan Whittington, we've seen the talent um, since he's been at the 40 acres. Um, and then what they have at tight end at, at running back, you just can't you can't allocate all your resources to stopping Xavier Worthy. And when you don't do that with a player of his caliber, it spells trouble for everybody not wearing burnt orange and white next year. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more from the same parts for a, from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Longhorn Nation. So Bleacher Report had their college football true freshmen were most intrigued to see in the 2022 spring games. And when I first saw this list and, and I knew that a Texas player would be on it, my first thought went to, okay, this is going to be one of the five-star offensive linemen that Texas was, was able to secure really kind of the keys to um, this Texas Longhorns football class, Kelvin Banks and Devin Campbell, Devin Campbell out of Bowie high school in Arlington, number nine prospect in the country. And then you had Kelvin Banks uh, out of humble Texas, who was the number 32 Overall prospect in the country, plays tackle, five-star offensive lineman as well. But to my surprise, neither one of them were listed on this list. It was actually the third-ranked prospect in the Texas Longhorns recruiting class. But somebody I'm equally as excited about, especially because I think he comes to fill in a bigger need. Now, the offensive line did have issues last year. Um, and so, of course, to have the success that you want to on offense, they're going to be key to, to plug in and fix those holes. But I've talked on the podcast a lot about how the defense was not great last year, 100th overall ranked in the country, 62nd in pass defense. And I think one of the biggest reasons for the potential turnaround this season is going to be the 82nd ranked prospect in the country, the four-star cornerback Terrence Brooks out of Little Elm, Texas. And so, like I said, he's kind of been undercovered, under-talked about because we've talked about 
um, the, the big offensive linemen that are coming in. But Terrence Brooks is a four-star cornerback, uh, one of the best cornerback prospects in the country this year. He has the, the opportunity um, to come in and really start right away, if not get a lot of valuable playing time. Um, there really aren't any outside of maybe Deshaun Jameson. There aren't really just any guaranteed starters this year. You know, you talked about Sark last year saying we're going to have 30 new players. He brought in 32 and he's still looking in to bring in a few more. And I think uh, Terrence Brooks is going to have a huge role on the defense this season. So he's got good size, um, 5'11", 190 pounds. And of course, as he continues to, to be at the uh, University of Texas and continues to get work in that program, um, he'll only, you know, get bigger, get stronger and, and build um, on that frame that he already has. But, you know, he was a top 100 prospect, like I said, 82nd ranked in the country. And some of the things that have been said about him is on film. Uh, he looks really fluid in the open field, which you which you like uh, from your cornerbacks, your DBs that are backpedaling. He has really good and fluid movement in his hips. He can lock down receivers in man coverage, which is going to be key. Um, you don't have to worry about him necessarily. All he always rolls safeties over the top or, or make sure you're giving him help. Um, and, and when you have that corner that can lock down in man coverage, it just benefits everybody else on the defense. If you can go out there and say, hey, you just take care of him. I'm not comparing him at all. But we saw at times, you know, he didn't have the best game in the Super Bowl where you just put Jalen Ramsey on Jamar Chase and you just roll coverage everywhere else. And, and so if Terrence Brooks has that type of ability, that's going to be great for the Texan Longhorns defense and building on a defense that wasn't great last year. You know, also has the awareness and the instincts uh, to be effective in zone coverage too. And a lot of teams wanted him for his skill set. Like I said, he, he's good in, in zone and man. Um, he was really, you know, he actually committed to Ohio State until he flipped uh, to the Longhorns. Um, but a lot of teams like Alabama, Ohio State, some of the bigger schools were interested in his services as well. So that tells you what they thought uh, about a prospect like Terrence Brooks. So he could come in uh, uh, right away and, and be a starter. He comes in right away. And, and can be a value, be an asset uh, to a pass defense. And then when I looked at it too, you know, we talk about sometimes like how the defensive line and the, really just your front seven and your defensive backfield work in conjunction to get pressure on the quarterback. And I think that's a big thing too. So Texas only had 20 sacks last year as a team. Now they beefed up the defensive line, bringing in eight um, defensive line prospects, in this recruiting class, the number five recruiting class in the country. Um, and so they're going to get a lot more pressure on the quarterback. But I think also a big reason, too, that they weren't able to get pressure on the quarterback is because of some of the faulty play on the back end. If you have better play on the back end and the defensive backfield, that only allows those those big guys up front to have more time to get to the quarterback. And I think the, the better coverage that you have on the back end, the more exotic you can get with your coverages, the more exotic you can get with your blitzes, and, and your pressure packages. So it, it just all, you know, works together. You know, it, it all works in motion uh, to make sure that this defense is better. So I thought this was really cool that Terrence Brooks was on here. And if you haven't heard about him or haven't heard of him or heard about him a lot yet, excuse me, um, make sure you're looking at Terrence Brooks. I think he's going to come in right away and, and be an asset to this Texas Longhorns football team. Um, a really elite cornerback prospect that was getting overshadowed by the two five-star offensive linemen. Um, that the Texas Longhorns got, but make no mistake about it, Terrence Brooks will be an impact player this year and for the next few years at the 40 acres and will be a big reason that this Texas Longhorns defense turns around and will be a big reason that they compete 
for the Big 12 championship next year and ultimately a college football playoff in the next few seasons. Thank you, Longhorn Nation, for tapping in the Locked On Longhorns once again, your daily number one source for all things Texas athletics, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Longhorns on YouTube for exclusive content and to put a face behind the voice of your favorite podcast. And of course, make sure you like us, rate us, review us, give us five stars, anything less than that. I have to believe you're not listening hard enough. If you need any ideas for your second listen today, make that Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Until tomorrow, peace.